flame that lit them, literally lifting off the surface they were etched into and floating inches into the room. Grabbing his ink and quill off the fireplace's hearth, he began writing an equation on the wall, over the top of the blurred prior notes of other colors. When? When did you fall into the sphere? What was the date? Thoric only had to think about it for a short moment before answering. It was the ninth day of the tenth month of the 650th year. Not so loud. I don't want him to hear you. We can't trust him. The old man gave a momentary, crusty gaze at the empty corner again. I'm sorry. Are you sure of that date? Yes. It was the day of the battle, don't you recall? He received no answer, for Ambrosius was busy working on something far more important. The numb began to pace back and forth in front of the only window as the memories resurfaced. It was a terrible battle. We lost so many at the hands of Bacalor and Ergroth's armies. The rest were killed once Weirfortis Dam collapsed, as you already stated. If it hadn't been for my attempt to dispose of Vesic in the Glade, I would have perished as well. Vesic, you have Irluk's Master Book of Magic? I had it, but it has been lost. We originally found the book here in the Glade in an attempt to use it to save Grana. Avanda then became attached to the book. In fact, I think in a way it took over her thoughts. She started doing things she normally wouldn't. She became obsessed and eventually killed others under its spell. Thoric shook his head at the memories. Are you going to tell me what this is all about? What happened? Why are we both here and what is the date we now live in? Ambrosius worked diligently on his formulas, ignoring what Thoric was saying. After several more attempts to get the erudite's attention, Thoric became tired of waiting for him to answer, and began to wander around the small room, avoiding the corner where Ambrosius' imaginary friend sat. Calculations and notes filled the papers that were randomly scattered about. The only surfaces not written on were the glass window panes, where a thick coat of dust had gathered upon them. Confused and frustrated, Thoric stared out the window in hopes of seeing one of his friends arrive. He so hoped that they were safe. He had no idea what had happened to them once they all got separated, just as he was pushed into the sphere. Placing the palm of his hand up on the window to wipe it clean, a tug of memories flashed in his mind the moment the touch of cool glass was felt. Slowly pulling his arm back, he stared at the handprint he had just made in the dust, and yet he couldn't figure out why it seemed familiar. Curious, he slowly approached the window again. This time he took his index finger and wrote his name in the window's dust to notify his friends he had been there. Stepping back from it, he recognized the writing, but for several seconds couldn't place where he had seen his name and handprint on a window before. Wait a moment. I think I recall this. But I saw this from outside. Ambrosius mumbled to himself as he worked on his equations, stopping for a moment to change the flames to red in order to reference the red notes on another wall. The yellow writing faded into the back, and the red scribbling raced forward for his review. It's me! Thoric announced with a sudden realization. The erudite attempted to add the numb's information into his equation. It's you. I don't understand. Yes, it's me! A Ambrosius, I approached this old shack when I was originally trying to find Vesic for Grana.
At the time, I thought I was communicating with a ghost, but it was me all along. It was a future me. So a past me is just outside the shack looking for answers. His mind quickly raced as to what he should tell the younger Thoric. I need to warn myself of Vesek's powers and dangers. Without any forewarning, the front door unlatched and opened, followed by the sound of footsteps entering the shack. Yet no one could be seen causing these events. A ghostly, hello, could be heard from within the room. Hello, Thoric replied. The wind blew into the shack, stirring the papers on the floor, catching Ambrosius' attention. Keep the door closed. No more intruders. There are already too many of us in here, he grumbled. Reaching over with his erudite powers, he slammed the door shut and locked it tight. The old man turned back to his writing on the upper wall. Where